Hi, and welcome back to this mini episode of the Dreamers Manual Podcast. Now, this episode is all about beekeeping and the seasons of our lives. So for those of you that don't know, I kept bees for the last two years. And how I got into that is my kids go to a really fun school. A lot of the parents there have different types of hobbies when it comes to keeping animals. Um, You know, there's a lot of chickens, some ducks, a few goats here and there, some rabbits, some horses, and also bees. And I've always loved insects. When I was a kid, I had uh, baby food jars in my room with holes poked in them and then just all different types of insects. And as an adult, when I worked at the law office, I ordered an ant farm for my desk because it's just, there's something very soothing to me about how animals go about their business and their routine. And also something really mysterious. I feel like there's so many things that we're still learning about, for example, bees and how they find their food and how important they are to our ecosystem. I just, I really love them and love them even more after having kept them. So somebody at school was kind enough to give us a hive to try out. They had an extra. I ordered some bees and got a pink beekeeping suit from Amazon and just went to town. Now, if you don't know, one of the things that really appeals to me about a hobby is I feel like it has to be sort of never ending to keep my interest. And what I mean by that is when you look at beekeeping things, there is a variety of opinions. People that have been doing it for 20 or 30 years are going to vary drastically differently a lot of times in what they do, what they say to do, way to prevent things and treat hives and take care of hives. I really enjoy that. I like that independence. I like that you have support, but you're also learning for yourself. And I feel like I could learn for the next hundred years and still not know everything there is to know about hives or beekeeping. So that really appealed to me about that hobby, but I kept them the first year. Everything went good. It was really fun. The next year I decided to do something different. I got, I used a different supplier and I also had different queens. I got these queens, they're Russian queens that were supposed to be really cold tolerant, which would be good for Alaska. But what I found is that type of hive and that queen just really were a pain in my butt last year. They constantly were making queen cells, which is like they're trying, they're sending a signal to the hive saying, Hey, we don't have enough room. So why don't half of y'all take your stuff, pack up and leave with a brand new queen, go do your thing somewhere else. And even though I had it, I added an extra hive box. It was like, they pretended it wasn't there. They didn't use it. It it was really weird. So I got a call from my neighbor one day and said, I think there's something going on with the bees in your front yard. So I opened the door. And when I tell you, it was like a bee apocalypse. There was thousands of bees in my front yard, just flying around. So I thought, this isn't good. I went and grabbed my bee suit and he walked out there and I pretty quickly realized that it wasn't like a swarm of angry bees. They were just, they, I walked straight through them. Nobody even landed on me. What was happening is they were swarming. So I'd missed one of those queen cells. They'd hatched the queen, said, Yahoo, you've got a new queen take off. So half of my hive 
was out in my front yard and they thankfully landed on a really low branch. They all kind of clumped out there. I'll see if I can find any pictures when this comes out, but they, I dumped them with the help of one of my neighbors into a box. I still had that extra high from the year before because I bought a new one for the current year put them away in their new hive and now have these two little mini hives, which <laughs> it's not ideal. Um, just the, you know, this hive, it was kind of late in the season too, and it was going to get cold soon. Like there was no way this hive was going to get enough honey or resources to make any kind of impact for them or for me in collecting honey. So this year I was thinking about what I wanted to do. And instead of doing something in a routine, and just saying, well, this is what I do every year. I thought about how I wanted to spend my time this summer. And for this summer, I thought, you know, I don't, I don't want to do the bee thing. I would rather this summer buy honey, support local beekeepers, support, um, support farmers and support people that I love and not, do this whole beekeeping thing because it isn't, you have to go and check on the hive frequently. You have to, there's time and energy away from your life that is dedicated to whatever you're doing. So I just wanted to encourage you that if there are things in this season of your life that you might be doing out of habit, it might not be something that comes up in the summer, like beekeeping or gardening or something like that. But if there's just other things that you want to try and you don't have time for, it's okay to say for this season or for never again, like my interest isn't here right now. And I don't have to, because of what I've told myself or what other people are telling myself, continue to do that. It could be that you're recording a podcast and this season just feels like I have to make myself do it. And I don't want to, there are no have tos in your business or in your life. I say that like, no, listen, you could say like, you have to take care of a baby if you have it. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? There are no, like, nobody can say you started this hobby. So you have to finish it. Like release those materials and bless somebody else who'd be really excited to have them, you know? So I think this summer, I'm really conscious because I have what I call middle-aged children that they might not want to hang out with me that much longer. So I want to structure my workday and my summer so that I have time with them. Also, my daughter's been asking to get into sewing. So I downloaded a couple of really fun sewing projects. I think they'll go great with my knitting that I've been doing, my sweaters and whatnot. So I downloaded a couple of those for us to try. And that will probably take a significant amount of time because I haven't sewed off of a sewing machine and years. And then I have some really fun business stuff that I've been working on that I am so pulled to pour just like 110% into. So this summer is going to be the season of ease in my life so that I have space for other things that I really want to spend time doing. And I want to encourage you, if there's something like that for you, I'm giving you permission I'm telling you to give yourself permission to let those things ebb and flow and don't beat yourself up over it. I hope you like this mini episode. And if there's anything you want to talk about or share, come find me on Instagram, Julie Calcote OBM.